The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor is a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle, streaming radio 24-7. Today is the 14th of December, 2018, if you can believe it. Man, we're getting closer and closer to Christmas every, every day, and I love it. Um, Before I get into doing some uh, deep breath work, I want to read something to you. I I, I read this passage every day, plus I read this book over and over and over. It's from the the classic, Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich. This is something you got to think about. Here we go. Your subconscious mind can feed upon random thoughts, upon thoughts of defeat or upon thoughts of success and riches. The choice is yours. The results can make you or break you. These are, I've been putting things up, things that I write. These are things that we're going to even get into more so in 2019. Steve Cotter's on with us tomorrow. And Steve and I go after this a lot. But tomorrow, the show's probably going to be more of fathers and sons. It could morph out into anything. Because tomorrow's a big day in the Fiorello family. Tomorrow's my dad's anniversary. We lost him. My mom and I were talking about it. Today, um, I'll be down at the cemetery first thing, first daylight tomorrow. Um, that's where Jimmy is buried too. Um, very important. It's very important to be loyal to people, the ones you love, and to have virtue. And whether people want to hear this or not anymore, I don't care. Okay, what I care about are the people that do want to hear this. And maybe some of the ones that are cynical will hear this and it will make sense to them. So that's two big things right there. Um, Stand up, take a deep breath through your nose, out through your mouth, and repeat. I am a winner. I am a champion. I am unstoppable. And the new one I've put on is... Basically, you are built. You build yourself to succeed. I'm going to be doing some stuff on winners and champions. And the word winner, how powerful that word is. And I'm going to take you on a voyage of that. Um, Those are things that we need to explore more and more, especially with Etched in Stone and Etched in Stone for Kids. Very pivotal right now, I think, in the United States and abroad. We have an opportunity to influence people, to change minds. And I know we have already, but I'll tell you right now, this show can change a culture. And I mean that. I'm that confident about who we have on here, what they believe in, and who's coming in here. Because this is what it's all about. Strength is always going to be the foundational thing here. It will never change. But I'm telling you right now, if you're going to stay a one-trick pony, you're dead in the water. And that's not how I operate. I, I want everybody in here. 
I've said it from the very beginning. I don't care if you lift a 400-pound stone or a 100-pound stone. See, I believe that everybody has an opinion that's worth listening to, if you're going to be on the straight edge, too. You know, I'm not going to let anybody come in here and just blah, 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 blah. That's not what I'm talking about, and we'll get into that more and more. Also, too, go out to uh, FiorellaBarbellCo.com, our premier product, Winners and Champions, Inc. That would be a great Christmas gift, or reward yourself with 14 modules that will change your life for 2019. Also, too, invest in motivation, muscle, and Fiorello Barbell Co., that's out on Fiorello Barbell Co. Um, you know, you can go out there, a $25, 50 and $100 donation. Um, not only you'll get access to me, but, you know, break that down over a year if that's what you want to give. I mean, that's nothing. You look at the content of these shows. I look today, there's 1,021 shows in a little over four years. That's phenomenal. Um you, I mean, I don't know how many books I could write with that, with all that information. It's devastating, the amount of information there. And let me tell you something. Nobody gives information out like that. They charge you subscription rates. That's why I do this stuff and give it away like that, because it would be great to get money donated. It goes right to my PayPal account. And believe me, every dime goes into both sides of the company. Anybody that knows me or works with me knows where that money's going. It's not money to go out and have a good time with because I'll have the good times here when I tell you I just made my first million, and that's not going to be far away either. So help us out. It'd be great. Invest in something that's worthwhile instead of these damn phones and everything else. Invest in a product that's going to give and give and give for at least the next 30 years. Also, too. Go out to motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. We got our pal Don G. Fardino coming in here um, shortly. Donnie, I think it said he was on here a little over a month ago when I last looked at fit, at um, Skype. Um, we got a hell of a show planned, and I'll bring him in momentarily. But just go out and look at all the shows Donnie and I have done. Uh, also, to sign up for our free newsletter on motivationmuscle.com. goes right to my MailChimp account. Away we go. Uh, also, too, an investment again. Come on in here and advertise. I mean, I've got some people now interested again. Let me tell you, you get more than your money's worth with me because most of these people that are coming in are family on the show. Um, I, I'm as dedicated to them as they are to me. I will do anything to help them out to obviously help them financially so they can get better and grow. And when they grow, I grow. That's how it works, folks. There's no free rides. I grow, they grow. The platform here gets bigger. Anybody that's associated with me is going to get bigger. So you don't necessarily have to be in the fitness field. If you're legit, we'll have you in here. You know, we're always looking for people, especially the recovery, you know, Tempur-Pedic, anything like that. You know, Matt Dahl has a sand dune. He was in here for a while. I don't know if he's going to come back. Um, we've had a number of sports drinks that were coming in here. I was notified by a gentleman today. I'm not going to give his name out until I speak to him. Uh, there's a very good chance we might be doing a project with him. So, the evolution of M&M is just getting bigger, bigger, and bigger. And as I said, I want this to be a national radio show. 
That is it. Period. National radio show. Also, too, don't forget, uh, let's see, Fiorella Barbell Company, Real Men, Real Strength, Real Power. That's our YouTube channel. And um, I think that's it. With no further ado, I'm going to give you a little information on Donnie before I bring him in. Number one, he is the, well, he has a company called ADEX. Um, He is an Indian club trainer, and he is designer and owner of ADEX Adjustable Clubs. And, um, you know, Donnie's gone out and helped a lot of people, too. I mean, I remember, I think, I don't remember if it was last year or year before we ran a contest for the club. Um, It's, it's, you know, Donnie's very generous in the... um, strength field there's no doubt about it and we know from previous shows which you should go listen to um you can find out what these clubs can do for you especially if you've been a bench presser for a good part of your life and your shoulders are shot um that's what you want to look at and you know we'll have donnie give out all his information so you can contact him and i know that if you call him you're going to get a call back if you don't get him on the line to me that is one of the most important things that I believe with any guest on Eminem. I don't want people that are out pushing their stuff and then you can't get a hold of them or you buy their product and you can't get a hold of them because that doesn't reflect well on me. And the main thing is here, we're out in the forefront and I want that reputation as being a guy that comes through and everybody with me does too. So Donnie, it's always an honor to have you on, man. We're going to have a show today, Cole. It's on you. Um, this could morph in anthem, but I'm going to tell everybody ahead of time. Um, I'm not going to say I'm going to be unkind in this show, but you might feel like I'm going to drive a nail right between your eyes. Um, this has been on my mind quite a bit, and um, I want to raise some points that you're going to really consider. So, Donnie, welcome, brother. Give out all your info, and we'll get started. You got it, Eric. Thanks for having me on the show again. I I love being on Eminem. And uh, if you guys are interested in finding out anything about my products, go to adexclub.com. That's A-D-E-X-C-L-U-B.com. And you can see all the information there. I make adjustable weight maces, clubs, and we have a midline model called the ARC, which is a cross. It's like a hybrid between the mace and the club. And you could do more exercises uh, with that than you can with the mace, and it offers the challenge. Uh, you know, it, it, it's, 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 it does as many exercises as the clubs. I'm getting tongue-tied with it. And uh, it, it's as challenging as a mace is. So it's kind of like a halfway in between, and it's, uh, it's getting really popular. So, Donnie, what, just give everybody a, a ballpark figure for both um – pieces there uh, of the equipment so just so you know give them a little bit here and hopefully they'll say okay that's something i want to explore with christmas and the new year so just just give us a ballpark figure if you would oh and you're going to spend 250 dollars for a mace and the clubs are 240 and you they're adjustable to 10 weight settings each wow so, so basically, like so basically, a whole set of clubs. Okay, so basically, anybody coming in, no matter really what strength level they're at, they can pretty much start right in with what you got. 
Exactly. Awesome. It goes, the yeah. club goes from three and a half pounds Jeez. up to 25 pounds. Yep. Uh, and it's it's all adjustable. You can set it up right there. And um, the mace. Go ahead. That? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. I was going to say the mace starts at seven and a half pounds and goes up to 30 pounds. Now, Donnie, I know you've got stuff out on YouTube. Where can you point them to if they want to go out and look at the stuff before they want to make a purchase? At X Club YouTube channel. Okay. That's what it's called, at X Club YouTube? Is that what we want to yep. do? Okay. Yep, you just go to at X Club when you go to search bar on YouTube, and it'll bring you right to the channel. And and it's spelled A-D-E-X, everybody. So, you know, just so you're aware of that. All right. I love it. It's on you. Um, I'll go right to you. I'm going to kind of frame it a little bit here. Um. I could go a million ways, and I'm probably going to, but I'm going to talk in a way that I look at it right now in the situations I'm in. You know, I do some very heavy-duty stuff outside with training. I mean, and a lot of it is very unorthodox. You're not going to get a lot of takers in it. Um, You're going to hear the consistent chatter where, well, you could get hurt. I've already been hurt. Why do you want to do it? You know, um, I can't help you out, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All right. Well, number one, I'm going to tell you this. Anybody that understands physical culture, and we're going to call physical culture, that's what I refer to, whether it's 8X clubs, stone lifting, sandbags, power rack, I don't care what it is, Olympic lifting, it all fits under that umbrella once you understand what physical culture is, which takes a lifetime to understand. I still will not have everything when God takes me from the earth. And that's okay. I don't need to know everything. But what I'm saying is that gym is the foundational point, I believe, at least in my life, which is creating everything else. Obviously, we all know everything's dedicated to my brother Jimmy. The Incredible Hulk, the whole thing. I couldn't have done it without Jimmy. And years later now, since we've lost Jimmy, I see how important he is to me. And the subtleties and and the way he lived. And let me tell you, he had my mom and dad. I can't, I can never say enough about him. But my God, I'm telling you, if you've seen this kid, you would never know he was even in a wheelchair. All right, I can't forget that stuff. It's etched in my mind like you wouldn't believe. And I try with all my heart to get people to get into this for for one reason. Once you get into it and you understand it, you'll never leave it. And I mean that. It is the most exciting, inspirational, kick you in the face, kick you in the behind, laugh, be so happy you made the goal life you can ever imagine. But the thing is here that I see with too many people is we're looking for all these external things to make it right. And I got to tell you something. When I'm out there and it's 20 below and I'm freezing my ass off, it's on me. It's on me. All right? When I say it's on you, it is. Look it. There's a lot of great people out there. we got Donnie and so many people that support me and the show and everybody out there that we don't even know yet. But when it comes down to going out and doing these things that are super colossal, and it can be anything, it doesn't matter. There's people that are so sickly from not doing anything, they can't even walk 20 feet. 
and I can help you all I want, and I can help you mentally like nobody's business out there, but when it comes down to you making it and extending your life and extending your happiness, you know, people say to me, how do you feel today? Terrific. It doesn't matter how I feel. Terrific. You know why? Because I've ingrained it into my subconscious mind. I have taken different levels of myself and I have changed it. And I'm telling you right now, whether you believe me or not, because I'm going to do shows next year on DNA like you can't imagine. With what I'm doing right now, I know I am changing my DNA and my body. I could go on and on, Donnie, but take it away, brother. Uh, all right, Eric. The um, I, you know, I'm a firm believer in that stuff. The DNA that you you know you can you can pass that along to your to your uh, you know your children down yep. line. Like stuff of that stuff that happens for some odd reason. I know how to mix cement and and cut stone, and I never was taught how to do it. Right. And, and that's what one of, my great grandfather was a stone cutter. So I, I think that's kind of interesting, you know. So maybe if everybody got into fitness, you know, that could be a, a great thing. Or if everybody behaved like responsible people yep. and shouldered the responsibility, of, first of all, taking care of themselves because you can't take care of another person until you take care of yourself properly. Correct. And, then, and you know, you you'll be able to once you once you're at the right in the right place. And you shouldered the responsibility of taking care of yourself, making sure that your fitness is proper, that your nutrition is proper, that you're well rested, that you're educated in the areas that you need to be to take care of other people. It makes it so much easier, especially if you're taking care of, uh, you know, an an elderly parent or an older parent uh, or a sibling or, or in your case, the way your parents took care of your brother Jimmy. Yep. And and you know that 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 requires some superhuman, um, you know, fortitude at that time, you know, to to deal with things like that. Not only is the physical aspect, but the the financial aspects of it, the emotional aspects of it. And you have to be a whole person. So you know, start with yourself. Be responsible to yourself. We all own bodies and we didn't get a, a manual on how to how to you know maintain it they just set us free you know we don't have an owner's manual but you know if you find a good piece of fitness that you really like and like you said you know make it find the one that you want to do for the rest of your life you know make yeah. it part of you you know i i went from from training with heavy weights i'm not going to say i was a power lifter but i competed in you know bench press competition sure. Uh, you know, things like that. But I trained like a power lifter for years. Um, and and I, I found a love for for training with the clubs. Yep. And I, I gravitated over towards that. And, you know, now I kind of apply the same attitude towards it, you know. And, and this is my predominant um, modality of fitness is training right. with the clubs and the maces. So I'm responsible to myself. I'm shouldering the responsibility of making sure I get in at least three workouts a week, even. And I'm not going to say I have a busy schedule when I got to cram it in, you know, like, you know, some people do. I, I, I've got the time to do it. And, and I get well, Don, Donnie, least- not to interrupt you, but you make the time too. Yes. Yes. And that's part of shouldering the responsibility. Yep. And, and, uh, you know, and I, I believe that people, when they tell me that they, they don't have the time, 
All right. Unless you got like four kids that are all under the age of eight and, and, you know, you're like in such financial peril that you have to work three jobs, you know, you have time because if you sit down and watch 15 minutes of TV, yep. you could have been doing 15 minutes of kettlebell swings. Yep. You could have been f- doing 15 minutes of overhead presses. Yep. You know, it doesn't matter. You're doing it. And in t- take the time to feed yourself properly and recover properly. And that that's very important. So re- being responsible, you know, to yourself right away is very important. And then to get out in life, you know, like so you want to do a little better in life. And, you know, maybe at your job, you want to get a little bit better of a position. You want to make more money. You've got to you've it's on you to make sure that you are acquiring the proper skills and the proper training and, and experiences to be able to go to your boss and say, hey, I need a raise for this. You know, it's like you said on you shoulder the responsibility. Yep. yep. And as we're going through, I know like society has changed a lot since I was younger. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm 55, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I've seen a lot of things change. And I noticed one thing: it used to be people would say, "Well, it's because you didn't do this, this, and this." Now people are saying, "Oh, it's because your job didn't offer this, this, and this." Right. Right. Or, 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 or you know, people are against you. Or something like that. That it couldn't be further from the truth. You know, it, it's it's on you, and and how you do that is, you have to figure out what you want, and that's the biggest thing. That's where people get hung up. They don't know what they want. Yeah. Well, so th- yeah. that's a responsibility. You know, yep. like find out what you want. Don't be confused. Make a decision, and stick to your decision. This is what I want to do. I want to do this, and and go forward with it. Just like you. You know, you said. I want to make a podcast where I could get all of these people who've got these interesting yep. things to talk about, yep. uh, about training, and, and put it right there. You made it happen. Yep. Now you've got a responsibility to make sure the funds are coming in to maintain that podcast. Absolutely. So, so your podcast is going – and you learn how to do all this over the time. Nobody else could come from the outside and tell you, you know, point a finger and say do this, that, and the other thing. You know? You're the man in the arena. Donnie, I'll tell you this. You know, same with your business and so many other entrepreneurs on here. We don't give ourselves enough credit. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I've never been a bragging type of guy. But let me tell you something. When you can come up with an idea, whether it's an 8X club or M&M, you have to be a very creative individual. First, oh, yeah. first off. Second of all, you have to have a burning desire that's unquenchable. Third off is this. You have to have something at least a few years ahead, whether it's a plan or whatever you're going to do, to keep going after a bigger and bigger goal. And I remember reading a thing years ago that Walt Disney wrote. And he said, which was very interesting, and I live by it now, keep making your dream get bigger bigger and bigger where you cannot complete it in your lifetime which leaves a legacy now let's look walt disney's been gone for years but yet walt disney keeps going it has a heartbeat that keeps going and going and going these are very essential things you know when we talk about it's on you and of course i love that line shoulder 
the responsibility. Steve Jack, that was one of the greatest lines I ever heard out of him when I heard him on the DVD for Iceland years ago. And we had him on here a number of times, too. I'm telling you right now, folks, building an enterprise, becoming an entrepreneur is very chic. It's been very chic probably for the last five years. But then people find out that, oh, boy, this requires work. Oh, boy, I might have to work 15 hours a day. Oh, boy, I don't know if I'm going to make my bills next month. Oh, boy, my girlfriend just left me. Oh, boy, my friends and my family, a lot of them now, are pissing on me pretty much. Well, I want to tell you this stuff because I've said it in the past. And I know many people, including myself, this has happened to. Well, let me tell you something right now. I was telling Donnie this offline. There's going to come a point in your life with all of this, whether you're going to stick with it or you're not, and the majority of the people keep going. Because I don't know about anyone else out there, and I can't speak for anyone, but I could no more turn back, and I can tell you right now, if I was still doing software for IBM mainframes, I'd be making probably $110,000 a year now. Big responsibility, obviously, in a different way, because you cannot let those big monsters go down, which they don't, but when you're running hospitals and banks and any structure which is huge, that's what they have to run. Now. Probably three years ago, I could have turned coattail and said, well, you know, I gave it a try, which I hate that word. You know, our motto here is we don't try, we succeed. And I could have said, ah, life's been unfair. You know, Donnie mentioned that. Ah, I'm a victim. It's this, that, and the other thing. I don't have that in me, and I never did. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to give it to Donnie. My father was an old Italian. In, in belief. They were all from Boston, the North End. My grandfather was one of the toughest people I've ever met in my life. Big man. He had the baddest head in the world, man. Big blockhead, and to the day he died, he had the great brush cut. No no losing hair, nothing. Wrists on him, they looked like the size of a, of a tree. My dad wasn't as big as him, but he was not, he, you know, he had the big wrist, the big... My friends used to come over that lift and said, your father, did he lift? I said, not really. He did more like boxing and things like that. He's lifted before. He said, I've never seen calves on a human being that never lifted like that. That was the shit that was going on. But my point is here. My father was very tough on me. Very tough on me. I was the oldest. I am the oldest. And he and I used to butt heads a lot. And... I can't even imagine the pressure he and my mother were were going through all the time. And they stayed together, and we always had a good home. We had tons of people over here. I mean, it was it was the best place you could ever grow up. But I but I if when I go down to the cemetery tomorrow to honor my dad, and I've said it to him many times. Thank God my father was hard on me, not cruel to me but hard on me and told me so many things that today I, I, I'm very blessed to have it 
Because there's a lot of times when you feel like you're falling down, you're going down. Something comes to mind, you, you, you get back up. I owe him everything, among a lot of people. But I'll tell you right now, tomorrow's a big day for me and my family um, with the loss of my father. But let me tell you something right now. If I made it through James Fiorello, there ain't nobody out there that can beat me. I've never met anybody tougher than my dad. But he could be kind and loving like you wouldn't believe. But he was not the type of guy that was a touchy-feely kind of guy. You always knew you were safe around him, let me tell you. He'd kill for his kids. But my father was a guy that wanted independent men and women. Wanted people that would stand on their own two feet and know that it's on you. I'm here to I'm here for you son if you need me, but I want you to go out and make your way early because you know something when you go out and start a business like I did and am doing, you damn well better have those principles of my father behind you because you know what? That saved my ass so many times from quitting because I'll tell you this, I'll give it right to you Donnie. I never want to hear him in my ear saying, "Son, why did you give up? You let me down." That is so important to me. I think that rings in my ear more than anything to never, ever give up. It's all yours, brother. You know, I grew up the same way um, that, that my dad <clears throat> My dad uh, was – he lost his father when he was 13 years old. Yep. So like right at the time when he was developing into a young man, he lost – the male figure in his house, you know, his father. Yeah. And my grandmother had no skills. She was basically a housewife, uh, you know, just, you know, she, she couldn't go out and make money to support the family. And my, and my father's brother, my uncle, he was already in the military. And this was back in the fifties, you know, the mid fifties, early fifties, I should say. But my dad did it. You know, there was five of us living in a, in a uh, one room. Well, I was not going to say it was a one bedroom apartment. Yep. Five of us were in there. It was me, my brother Tommy, and my sister Lisa, and my parents. And my brother and my sister slept in my parents in my parents' room, and yep. I slept on a landing of the stairs going up. Uh, there was, it was, it was, uh, you know, a two family house, but it was on the way up to the attic. It wasn't a real room. It was kind of like the end of the hallway. Yep. And, and my father ended up, you know, he built our house. He built it himself to save money because he didn't have money, but he knew his family needed a bigger home. So he got a kit from Sears. Back then you could get a kit from Sears and build your house. Okay. And he built a house big enough, you know, cause he bought a piece of property and he, and he built a house big enough for us to live in. He dug half the basement by hand. Yeah. I, that because he couldn't afford a, he couldn't afford the excavator to come in. You know, he wanted to save the money. Yeah. And, and he did this all on a UPS truck driver's salary. And the UPS delivery guy. So, you know, like when when I, you know, I, I've got that same feeling, that same, uh, you know, I could never give my father an excuse why I didn't do something, you know, especially if it was something physical. Yeah. You know, not not saying to be the strongest kid in the class or anything like that, but just, you know, like, well, why couldn't you run a half a mile or, you know, you, you could have got there on time. 
you know, that type of thing, because I saw what he went through. So I always tried to, you know, to, to, to get ahead uh, by, like you said, you never want to hear in your head your dad's voice saying, why'd you give up, son? Yeah. And, and he fostered uh, a little bit of an entrepreneurial spirit with us. I think that I think that if he had it differently, you know, and he grew up differently, he would have probably had his own business. Yeah. I, I'm definitely sure of that. Yeah. Uh, and you know, he he had the tenacity to do that, but instead he had to do the best that he could, so he he plugged into the system and and you know, made his way around that with using his tenacity. You know, th- you know, it takes tenacity to wake up every day and go to work. You bet. You know, so that's the responsibility of that. But to, you know, to get like the other things done, he didn't have to nail together a house. He could have waited until there was enough money, you know, or or maybe he felt that there might never be enough money. So he had to do it that way. So he shouldered the responsibility of that. But, you know, for his family. Yeah. And, and, And that's impressive. Now my only responsibility is just to make a good living. Why did my grandparents come to this country for for their kids to have a better a better life? Yep. You know why did my father work hard for us kids to have a better life? So now I'm thinking back. You know I've got a re- there's a responsibility placed on me. I, I don't have to become a senator or a congressman or the president or you know the corporate CEO of IBM or anything like that. But there's a you know a little bit of a responsibility on me, and when I look backwards, and I can say, hey, you know these people did it because they wanted it. they wanted us kids to have a better life, mm-hmm. and I provided you know that better life for my kids. But was my life better? I was in the interim, you know, like I was caught between, you know, that the responsibility of providing for my kids and not growing myself. You know, I, I was I was being irresponsible to myself. I plugged yep. into the system. Yeah. And then I said, well, you know, I, I have to be responsible to myself. I have a dream. And not only that, I you know, I have I have this behind me, you know, these generations behind me that said, hey, we're going to do better for you kids. We're going to do better for you kids. Well, if I just turned out to be a truck driver for UPS, my dad would have been OK with that. Sure. Would he have been, would he have been wholeheartedly proud? Probably not, because I should have done a little better than him. And I think I think that's where, um, you know, like it, when you look at yourself and you have to say, well, what did my parents set me up for? And you look back at them and you say, that's the responsibility, you know, that, that they bestowed on me that to try to do a little bit better than my dad did. Or try if I was a woman, I'd say try to do a little bit better than my mom did. You know, in different aspects, and and that's that's your measuring stick to make yourself, you know, forge ahead. Yeah, because well, one of the biggest things is, look, you have to be a certain type of personality to go out and do the things all of us like to do here. All right, people say it's a little selfish, maybe in some aspects, but look. You're never going to get anywhere in life if you're not going to go out and take the proverbial chance on yourself. I love people. I say to them, and you'll see the way they look at me. Take it easy, they'll say to you, and I'll say, take a risk. Have a nice day. And they look at me like, whoa, what are you talking about? Or 
I love to do this. If I go to the store somewhere in the morning, everybody I say see, I say good morning to, and you wouldn't believe nine out of ten of them are startled to death. Yes. Why? Because people don't talk to people anymore, at least not like they used to. They don't communicate. They use a phone, an email. Fine. In a quick instance, fine. But you know something? That's why I do a talk show here, because I love to speak. I love to meet people outside. And, you know, they're always going to say to me, usually, if they want to talk, and maybe they're like, eh, they'll say, do you lift weights? And it'll be like, yeah. And that, that will be usually the icebreaker right there. And I let them have that leash like that, because I want to engage with them. I want them to... Tell me about their life. What are you doing? What What is it you want to do? What What is it that it's been on you, but someone has said to you, well, I, I don't know if I'd take that risk. Or, well, you gave it a shot. Now, we're only talking one time, and it went south on you. Now, look, folks. Donnie, I'll go to him momentarily, but I'll just tell you quickly with me. With lifting, um, I could have quit in 08 when I tore my bicep in Iceland. Most people are like, isn't it time to give it up? I, I, I can't even give you an answer anymore because, to me, it's ludicrous. There's no argument about it. There's nothing. And I've said it, and I mean it. When I go back, if it kills me, it kills me. And that's not being heroic or anything. What that is, is I'm putting it all out on the table. I'm putting my fists right through the ground. Because, see, there are things that are worth fighting for, for living for, for doing. It's not all cut and dry where you got a nice little safe car and you walk into your house at night and turn your lights on and, you know, you turn the TV and it's loud as hell and you go out and... Ah, maybe you make something out of a can or throw some crap in the oven and you're sitting there eating in front of the TV with a lousy, stinking light beer. For whatever reason, people drink beer with 90 calories. I still don't get it. What is it? Guys are afraid of their bellies getting bigger? I mean, ridiculous. Drink a beer, all right, if you're going to have them. But my point is this. So what, you fall asleep, wake up, you're drooling all over yourself? That is never the way I live. It's just not it. There's more to life. There's more expansion. There's more learning. My God, we use, I think, like uh, maybe 1% of our brain. (laughs) Let's just say we. Yes, something like that. It's it's just Just, ridiculous. Just think if you engage the other 99, you, you, you draw fire from here to Florida. Yeah. Okay? My point is this. I, like a lot of people, love these unorthodox things, things that can kill you. But you know what? You can slip on a piece of ice, fall on the back of your head, and you're dead. My whole point is this. I love the engagement. I love going out there and saying, can we make it through another one? Can we succeed, or do we get knocked back 10 steps, and then I've got to knock it forward 15 when I come back? Can I get so discouraged I don't, I don't want to do it anymore? Yeah, I've been there, but I don't I don't last with discouragement very long. Um, where do I want to go with this? Where do I want to see myself in the next few years? 
where do I want to be with my business? And I'm going to tell you right now, the more you do it, you know, Frank Klein, when I talk at the end, my college professor, repetition is king, whether you use it positively or negatively. As I read in the beginning out of Think and Grow Rich, it can make you or it can break you. And I don't understand why anybody would want anything to break them. It's too much fun. It's too much fun every day to get up and live. And there's too many people out there that don't want to live. And I don't understand how anything, other than if it is something seriously medically with you, why you don't want to live like there's no tomorrow. Why you don't want to go out and lift that biggest stone. Why you don't want to go out and maybe run for two miles today. Why you don't want to pick your kid up and swing your kid around, tell him you love him, and put him down and you go do something together. I don't get it. And that's why when I say it's on you, it's on you. There's nobody doing anything to you but you. You decide what comes into your head? What comes into your life? Nobody out there shaking a magic wand at you and saying, well, Donnie, I don't think you can do clubs anymore because you're such and such age. So you know what you need to do? You need to sit down and watch useless TV for the rest of your life. That's my point. Look at the good in life. Every day you wake up, no matter how you feel, tell yourself, I feel great. I am great. I'm telling you, you will see changes day after day in your life that's going to attract more and more good things to your life. And that's what we're all about here. That's what I'm about. I have shit days like everybody, but I know how to get rid of it. I didn't know how to do that two years ago the way I can do it now. These are all things that you need to learn. You need to learn to teach yourself this. You need to read books over and over and over again. That's what changes DNA, and I'm going to get more into this. Donnie, um, give, uh, summarize everything. Give out all your info. I will give mine, and we will get ready for next year, brother. You got it, man. So, you know, the only thing message I can leave to people is do something productive for yourself. Get out of your comfort zone. Take that responsibility, you know, dare yourself, make that your responsibility, you know, step up to the plate and do well. You know, you wouldn't be you'd be surprised at what you can accomplish if you tried. And that's putting the responsibility on you to change your life a little bit. And that is so important. That's like you said, and I'm, I'm going to go on a little little rant here for a second. Go ahead. But, uh, you know, too many people are, are like, oh, well, that's life. What are you going to do? I, I hate hearing that from people. Yep. You know, it's it's that that's not life. You know what you know what life is, is beating back whatever is pushing against you. Yep. And and, and like you said, if, unless you have like a serious medical condition, you know, or you just don't have the intellectual capacity to deal with something like that, which most of us are fortunate enough to not have these issues. We should all be, you know, shouldering responsibility of becoming better humans and, and start with an area of your life and start with yourself. You know, how am I going to be a better human today? How am I going to show my kids to be a better human? How am I going to show my friends that I'm becoming a better human? How am I going to show my neighbors, my community? 
you'll never be surprised where it's going to leave you, lead yep. you, you know, yep. like you, you, you know, it's all things like that. But anyway, that's, I'm, I'm not, I could go on forever about this, but, uh, um, Donnie, I'll tell you right now, you can never hear this stuff enough because our backs are against the wall right now. There's too much out there that would disagree with everything you and I spoke about today. And, and that's why? the people, they want to talk to people who don't want to do anything so they can, they don't have any competition. There you go. And it's all manipu- it it's manipulation. It's like, let's tell you you're, you're no good and live with it. And most people will just surrender and say, okay, I'll take the bone you'll throw to me and I'll be happy the rest of my life. That isn't how Eminem is and anybody that's on here because they wouldn't be on here if that was the case. But go ahead and take it, brother. You got it, man. Well, I'm going to wrap it up and, you know, I'm just going to, I'm just going to say, you know, check out, check out at Please. If you guys, if you guys like the product and you, you believe in that, this type of training, it's done wonders for me, for myself. I, I did it, you know, to rehab myself from an injury. Um, you know, and, and I felt I had a responsibility to share this with other people, with my product. I said, why doesn't everybody have one of these in their home if they're, if it helped my shoulder so much? Yep. And, and, you know, that led to more responsibilities and now I got a product line. No, but, hey, uh, hey, look, I've said it before. You're an entrepreneur. Yes. Um, I admire what you do. You had the guts to come up with an idea and you put it into action. As I said uh, 10 minutes ago, there aren't many people out there that got the guts to do it, so you should you should be very proud of what you've done, man, and are doing. Uh, people aren't people aren't just you know they don't get it, all right. And it takes a lot of mind and body and spirit power to accomplish what you're doing. So it's all yours, my friend. Thank you. It's uh, you know I I enjoy it a lot and. And, you know, like I said, it, it goes from one responsibility to another, you know, where I said, wow, I got, I got this product that like so many people can can benefit from. Yep. And and now my responsibility is like, you know, that's the overall thing of it, because I felt like it was it was, you know, worthy enough to share with people. And it, it just take a chance, people. Everybody who's listening, take some kind of chance today, whether it's asking someone out on a date, whether it's whether it's, you know, going to a place you've never been before, whether it's accomplishing something you never tried before, do it. it, it this is life. This is what we're here for, to live. And, and it all begins with yourself on how you're going to treat yourself and, you know, what you're exposing yourself to. And I hope everybody really, you know, heeds the word and, and does something. You know, I, I'd love to wake up tomorrow and everybody's in business for themselves. Yeah. Boy, you wouldn't know, that throw? That would throw the world a curve, huh? Can you imagine if all of America just decided <laughs> that they said, "Screw it, I'm going to go out and make my own living." You got it. And and what would happen? You know, I mean, that could be that could be a big thing. Yep. I don't know. This is a, this is a subject that needs more. This needs a part two and a part three to it, Eric. Well, we can do that. That's not a problem. Yeah, and I love being on this show too. So everybody loves being on here, man. Uh, you know, I get notes from people that have never been on that want to come on. I've told you some of the names, famous people, name-wise, recognition-wise. And it's like, uh-huh. I love having them on. Look, 
we're all here for a big reason. We're here to do things like we did here today, teach, educate, and you know something, Donnie, even if we get one person who's been on the fence about entrepreneurship and it gets them moving, we did our job today. So give out anything else you want to give, you know, your website, all that, and then I'll uh, take it and then we'll sign off for the day, please. You got it, brother. It's at xclub.com. Friend me on Facebook at Don Giafferdino. That begins with a G because there's no J in an Italian alphabet. It's G I A F A R D I N O. Also, the Adex Club page on Facebook. You can find it there. I put up some videos every now and then, uh, usually like one a week. And uh, and if not for nothing, they've got some good content and they're slightly entertaining. So if you guys want to check that all out, please do and please friend me. Set? I'm set, brother. All right. Um, before I sign off, I usually do this near the end, but – in honor of my dad, I'm going to read a couple things from one of the guys he loved, Vince Lombardi, who, I don't know, I think he, I, I, I wasn't really my era at all, but I've read so many things about him. He was an incredible man, and this is the first of two. Lombardi rule number three, embrace your passion. Jump into your passion with both feet and bring others along with you, and that's just what we talked about today. Just a, just what we talked about today. Mental toughness is number two. The most important element in the character makeup of a man who is successful is that of mental toughness. Boy, we hit that on the head. And then last but not least, of course, out of, of stones and strength, the late Steve Jack and the late Peter Martin I'm going to read you this short poem about the inverse stone written by Steve, and I read this almost every show. Rest while you can. Enjoy each night you sleep in the mud. Cherish the blanket of highland grass that until now has kept you warm and safe. For in a couple of moons I'll be calling Steve Jack. As I've said, I don't think I ever would have lifted stones if I didn't see the DVD from Iron Mine which Steve put together when he went to Iceland and lifted the Husafell stone. Uh, you know, everyone knows we lost Steve to pancreatic cancer this year, and he was a guest a number of times on the show. And I had spoken to him a couple times long before it became public, and he had told me that. And then he gave me the green light somewhat and uh, because he wanted everybody to pray for him. We lost a big-time physical culture gentlemen and i thank steve for the influence he had on me and still does there's certain people man lombardi my father so many people but we need the steve jacks of the world so thank you once again steve this is motivation and muscle streaming radio 24 7 go out to well i'll tell you what um if there's a show you'd like Donnie and I to do, Fiorello Barbell at nightcap.r.com. We can do anything, so don't hesitate. Um, we're on iTunes and Stitcher. Give us a five-star review. That's what we've gotten. We're on Spotify. We are on Google Podcasts and a number of other ones, too. Um, if you want to get Eminem in your car, it's called AHA Directory, pronounced AHA. You get us 24-7 in there. If someone seeks you in, out in the gym or the concrete jungle, Five words can change your life, good or bad. That's up to you. Make it good. 
my mom be um, when you my mom always said never be afraid to give a smile or hello to someone you never know what they're going through and there's so much truth to that especially right now this is a hard time for a lot of people and it never hurts to say hello to somebody you might be surprised who you meet up with I, I mean that you never know seriously also if you're going to lift it bend it break it twist it press it pull it Squat it if you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. And the great Hoosa Steel Stone says in blood red, domination. We dominate the path and we clear cut it. We don't do, we don't follow anyone. Dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. No one will ever clip our balls. And as Russell Fur says, who's been listening to Eminem from the beginning. When I hear your shows, I swear there's testosterone dripping out of my speakers. More like a tidal wave, brother, getting higher and higher and wider and wider, and that's the only way to be. Frank Klein, my greatest business college professor, repetition, repetition, repetition. Winners never quit. Quitters never win. My dad, be a leader, not a follower among many things. And as I said, tomorrow's my anniversary, his anniversary of us losing him. And I, if my father was in front of me right now, I would tell him, I love you. you. You should go say that to somebody you haven't said that to in a long time. If there's one thing that I regret losing my father and I wasn't there when it happened, I said it after I went to see him when he was dead. But I wish I could have said it to him when he was alive. So don't let your pride kill you. It's very important, and it doesn't make you weak either. It makes you more of a man or a woman. It's bullshit if you're nice to somebody. You're weak. Not when you're strong and powerful, man. You don't need to go out and flash it. It shows. It shows. Remember that. It's very important. Um, John Ridge, after I lost my dad, John was like a father figure to me. We lost John four years ago to cancer. Just like my dad, he was from New Hampshire, but they had that same style accent. Like strongman Frank Civitoni, who I hope comes here, if not this year, early next year. He lives in Boston, and I swear you, you would swear you're talking to my father. But, but John would walk every patient in the door and say, keep smiling. Try that on your best or worst day. I miss John, my dad, and Frank like you wouldn't believe. What great men, and if I could have them here one day, they'd all be sitting with me doing the show because the mic I got will pick them all up. It surrounds everything. My God, folks, you would love to talk to these guys. They were just, they were men. <laughs> they were men. And people said, well, what's a man? Well, I'll tell you what. Not only did they shoulder the responsibility, one thing I always admired about my dad, especially in, like, John, you knew where you stood, folks, and that is very, very important to me. Know where you stand. Very, very important. Be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell a hundred or more of your friends we're coming because we won't kick your door in. We'll blow the roof off your house. As less, you know, we're going to be around for a long time, folks. Join the family. Tell your friends. Share these shows. You need us, and we need you, and that's the way it is. Les Brown, you'll have greatness in you. We take it two steps further.
or three steps, really. We believe in you, and we got your back. And not many people are going to say that in today's world. Also, too, before I sign off with Donnie, remember, you're all winners and champions. And anybody that's telling you different, say goodbye. Go out and make your way in the world. It is so important. And do something good for the world and for people. I'm telling you right now, that's what it's all about. But you don't be afraid to ask the world, the universe, for things you want. It will give it to you. So, Donnie, it's been an honor. What a great show, man. A lot of energy, a lot of power. And, man, you talk about some teaching. This is an art. So thanks for being on, brother, and Merry Christmas. Thank you for having me on, Eric, and Merry Christmas to everybody out there. And Merry Christmas to you. Thank you, sir. So all right. this show will be up. Uh, tomorrow at some point and uh, we'll keep going I got Kara Shaw on tonight I got Steve Cotter on tomorrow that's going to be a very interesting show because we're going to honor my father too like we did today at some points Um, but we're probably going to do a show on fathers and sons and sometimes it's very hard to measure up when, when fathers demand And a lot of guys get messed up from it. But I'll tell you right now, I wouldn't trade my pop for anybody. Never. So, for Donnie G. Fardino, this is Eric Fiorello. Thanks for listening. Listen to this show over and over. Because if anything, you're going to get an appreciation for your pop. And that might be the most important thing that comes out of here today. But listen to it. Thanks for listening. We will talk to you soon, and have a great weekend. Thanks, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation & Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.